we are constantly being invited to believe things, right? We are constantly being invited to consent to worldviews, to consent to perspectives, to consent to beliefs, right? To consent to ideas, right? And when we consent to an idea, we transfer the creative power that we are to that idea. All right, welcome back to the next episode of Daily Neville. I am your host, Josiah Brandt. Today we're continuing with the power of awareness, and this is chapter five, the truth that sets you free. The drama of life is a psychological one in which all the conditions, circumstances, and events of your life are brought to pass by your assumptions. Since your life is determined by your assumptions, you are forced to recognize the fact that you are either a slave to your assumptions or their master. Now, what does it mean that your life is determined by your assumptions? Understanding assumption is a key, and we talked a little bit about it in uh, chapter three or episode three, titled The Power of Assumption. So how, do, how is your life determined by your assumptions? Well, if you think about it, your assumptions about everything impact everything you do, right? So you assume, right, that someone feels a certain way about you, and then you either talk to them or you don't. You assume that your contribution is value, and you either give it or you don't. Or you assume that your contribution to a conversation, to a situation, to a job is not valued, and so you choose not to give it. Right? Now, you don't necessarily have any evidence to support your assumption one way or the other, but you're still making the assumption. And that assumption is still directly impacting what happens to and for you in your world. And Neville takes this even a step further. He says, you have to either be a slave to your assumptions or their master. Right. So if you're a slave to your assumptions and you allow your assumptions to control you, if you're the master of assumptions, you choose consciously on purpose to make certain assumptions that serve you, right? You're the master of the assumptions as opposed to the slave of the assumptions. To become the master of your assumptions, Neville writes, is the key to undreamed of freedom and happiness. You can attain this mastery by deliberate conscious control of your imagination. Now, when I hear someone say deliberate, conscious control of your imagination, I instantly think storytelling, right? Storytelling. Because my imagination is telling stories all the time about what is happening in my world, right? It's telling stories about who I am. It's telling stories about who you are. It's telling stories about how, who that person is, what's happening over here, what's happening over there. My imagination is constantly telling stories, right? So when we talk about deliberate, conscious control of imagination. It's deliberate conscious control of the story that I'm telling. It's me choosing the narrative. It's me choosing how to piece together the elements of the story that is happening and form a narrative, form a, a description, form a story that serves my enlightened, empowered assumption, right? Which then creates my reality. You determine your assumptions in this way. Form a mental image a picture of the state desired, of the person you want to be. It's a step one, it's clarity, right? You have to form a mental image. You have to be able to see it in your mind's eye. Picture of the state desired or the person that you desire to be. 
right? So first visualize this picture in your consciousness and then feel yourself to be in that state as though it actually formed your surrounding world, right? So this is where you abandon yourself to the state, to the assumption, right? So you get really clear, you get that mental image, you get really clear on who is the person that you desire to be. And then you feel yourself in that state. You feel yourself as that person and you imagine your world conformed to that state. By your imagination, that which was a mere mental image is changed into a seemingly solid reality. So using your imagination, you take a mental image and you make it feel real, right? A seemingly solid reality, simply through the act of imagining. The great secret is a controlled imagination and a well-sustained attention firmly and repeatedly focused on the object to be accomplished. Remember, controlled imagination means the story that we're telling about it, right? So do we tell it the story about the situation in the old way, the disempowered way, the old assumption, the old man? Or do we tell the story in the new way, the empowered way, the empowered assumption, the new man, the feeling of the wish fulfilled? And then we sustain our attention on the story that we desire to tell right? The story of the assumption that we desire to make, the person that we desire to be. Neville writes, it cannot be emphasized too much that by creating an ideal within your mental sphere, by assuming that you are already that ideal, you identify yourself with it and thereby transform yourself into its image. So he's saying, this is incredibly important. That's why he says, you can't emphasize this too much. You cannot overemphasize this point. When you create an ideal in your mental sphere, this is a question some people don't ask, right? Fewer by the day, right? More and more people are asking these questions. But the question is, is what do I want to be? Who do I want to be, right? And that question starts to form the ideal. And then when you assume that you already are that ideal, because you are consciousness, and because your assumptions have power, right? When you assume that you are that ideal and you identify yourself with it and you say, I am the man, the woman, the human that I desire to be. When you claim that of yourself, you transform yourself into the image. You, can, you transform yourself into your ideal. This was called by the ancient teachers, Neville writes, resting in the Lord. Resting in the Lord, resting in the ideal, or subjecting to the will of God, right? Subjection to the will of God or resting in the Lord. And the only true test of resting in the Lord is that all who do rest are inevitably transformed into the image of that in which they rest. I love this word rest, resting in the feeling of the wish fulfilled, resting in the ideal, resting in the faith that I am the man, the woman, the human that I desire to be, resting in the Lord. You become according to 
your resigned will. You become according to your resigned will. And your resigned will is your concept of yourself and all that you consent to and accept as true. Your concept of yourself and all that you consent to and accept as true. We are constantly being invited to believe things, right? We are constantly being invited to consent to worldviews, to consent to perspectives, to consent to beliefs, right? To consent to ideas, right? And when we consent to an idea, we transfer the creative power that we are to that idea. And that transfer of that creative power defines the state, right? So you can define someone's state by which ideas they transfer their creative power to, right? Which ideas they empower with their creative power. Empower with their creative power. A state is all that you consent to and accept as true. All, all things, multidimensionally, 360 degrees, everything that you accept as true, that defines your state. You, Neville writes, assuming the feeling of your wish fulfilled and continuing therein, right? Sustained attention, continuing in the feeling of the wish fulfilled. You take upon yourself the results of that state. If you do not assume the feeling of your wish fulfilled, you are ever free of the results. You will never experience the results of the wish fulfilled if you do not assume the feeling of the wish fulfilled, right? The state that you desire to be in is activated by your feeling that it is so now, right? When you feel that your wish is fulfilled now, you activate the state. And the whole point here is to sustain the feelings, to sustain the activation of the state until you are resting in it. And it is your resigned will. And it is your natural effortless state of being, right? This is not an assertion of your will. This is not efforting, right? This is relaxing or resting into it. You feel it, right? That's the only effort is to feel it, to align with the feeling. And then you rest into it. When you understand the redemptive function of imagination, you hold in your hands the key to the solution of all your problems. When you understand the redemptive function, right? So a function of imagination is redemption, right? Function of imagination is redemption. And when you understand this, this is the key that solves all your problems right? When you redeem using your imagination, right? So imagine it the way that you desire to be. Redeem it in that way. Use the transforming power of your assumption, of your imagination, of the story that you're telling to redeem. Every phase of your life is made by the exercise of your imagination. Determined Imagination alone is the means of your progress. The means of your progress, determined imagination, is the means of your progress of the fulfilling of your dreams. 
Determined imagination is the beginning and end, the beginning and end of all creating. The great secret is a controlled imagination and a well-sustained attention, firmly and repeatedly focused on the feeling of the wish fulfilled until it fills the mind and crowds out all other ideas, crowds out all other ideas out of consciousness. The great secret from Neville himself, controlled imagination, sustained attention. You are so focused on the feeling. It feels so good. You can't even feel anything else because you are so in it that you have become it. And that is the key. That is the redemptive power of imagination. What greater gifts could be given to you than to be told the truth that will set you free? The truth that sets you free is that you can experience in imagination what you desire to experience in reality. And by maintaining this experience in imagination, your desire will become an actuality. The truth that sets you free is that you can experience now, right now, using the creative power of the universe, what you desire to experience. Do it. In your imagination, you can feel it right now. And if you sustain attention in that feeling, it hardens into fact. Changes the world. Changes your world. You are only limited by your uncontrolled imagination and the lack of attention to the feeling of your wish fulfilled. Because it's seductive, right? Fear states, depression states, victim mentality states, they are subtly seductive, right? But how quickly can you shift your attention away from what is and into what you desire using your imagination, right? Pretty quickly, yes, but sustaining your attention upon it, right? That is the key. That is the key until it crowds out all other ideas, right? So we must turn away from the seductress that is those lowered states, right? Those victim states. And we must assert our power by choosing to focus on the feeling of wish fulfilled right now, and not only right now, but continuously, right? Sustained. When imagination is not controlled and attention is not steadied on the feeling of the wish fulfilled, then no amount of prayer or piety or invocation will produce the desired effect, right? If you haven't moved the energy, it, you can try as hard as you want to move the matter and it's not going to work, right? You have to move the energy first. And how do you do that? By assuming the feeling of the wish fulfilled. When you can call up at will whatsoever image you please, when the forms of your imagination are as vivid to you as the forms of nature, you are master of your fate. What a sentence.
It's a superpower. Imagination is a superpower. It is a muscle. It must be exercised. You must practice with imagination so that you can achieve mastery. And mastery is defined as being able to call up at will whatsoever image you please and to have the forms of your imagination be as vivid to you as the forms of nature, right? So the image that I hold up here is just as vivid to me as anything that I could see, taste, touch, smell, or hear in the physical 3D tangible world, right? When my mental images, and it's more than just images, right? It's mental pictures, meaning that it's multidimensional. It has all the senses, sensory rich images. When those images are just as real to me as anything in the external world of form, I am a master. I am a master of my imagination and master of my feet. Neville ends with a poem here. I'm going to read it for you. Visions of beauty and splendor. Forms of a long lost race. Sounds and faces and voices from the fourth dimension of space. And on through the universe boundless, our thoughts go lightning shod. Some call it imagination, and others call it God. The truth that sets you free is that you can experience an imagination right now what you desire to experience. And when you hold your attention upon it, when you sustain your focus, that assumption, though false, will harden into fact. And this is the truth that sets you free in every way imaginable. This is the truth that enables you to become master of your own fate. This is the secret. This is the mystic secret passed down throughout the ages, brought to you by Neville Goddard in this moment. This is the secret. There's nothing more important than this. There's nothing more valuable than this. Everything you could ever desire is available to you, and it's nearer than your breathing, right? It's within your own being. It is your own awareness. You are, I am, we are the creative power of the universe embodied in forms of flesh. And waking up and remembering this, right? Reasserting this creative power is the key to everything. Is the key to everything. It is the key, the one key. Nothing more precious than this. That's the conclusion of this chapter. If you enjoyed this, I want you to leave me a comment below and tell me, where are you on this journey? Have you mastered your imagination? Is your imagination vivid? Or are you looking to enhance it? Are you looking to train it? What do you do to train your imagination? What do you do to enhance the vividness of your mental images? Share some tips, share your best tips in the comments below. Drop a like on this video to help other people find it. And come back tomorrow for the next episode of Daily Neville right here on my channel. Thank you for watching. Imagine wisely, my friends. And I'll talk to you all soon.